think of Miami Vice. <laughs> oh, it makes me, think the 80s. Of, makes me think of Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, that's the same era, man. Back in the 80s, Beverly oh. Hills Cop. That was Beverly Hills Cop, wasn't it? I was going to say, I think it was in Beverly Hills Yeah, yeah, yeah Hills that's Cop. right. That's right. You are correct, man. Little Glenn Fry. Yeah, to open the show. Lead singer of the Eagles. Had an incredible solo career, incredible career with the Eagles. Just passed away a couple years ago, actually. Uh, yeah, 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Michigan. Yeah. Our home state. All right, Glenn. Ooh. Bye, Glenn. <laughs> yeah, grew up in, in Royal Oak. Nice. I don't I don't think that Michigan gets enough credit for the number of musical acts that have come out of there. Out right. of here. Yeah, just kind of doing some research on the internet, man. It's incredible the, the amount of musicians that have come from our state. Outside of, like, the Bob Seegers, the Eminem... Kid Rock, the ones that everybody know of. Yeah, well, you have the whole Motown sound right. that comes from, right. that originated in Detroit. Um, who else? Who, who else did you find on your deep dive? Um, do you want me to go with some obscure? 
Yeah, I found that, a couple. Of, I was surprised that some of them that I had no clue that I, I never would have guessed came from. Michigan. I found a couple of weird ones too. There's um, so here's one that I had no clue, but he was born in Detroit in 1954. Um, I think his, I think his only big hit was with a movie. Ray Parker Jr. Oh Go, yeah, Ghostbusters, man. That brings back so many happy memories. I love that I movie. Love that movie. You know, they're doing a third one. I know. With the original, did we? We talked about this the other week, didn't we? I think so. Because everyone except yeah. for uh, Ivan Reitman, who passed away. Yeah. I had I had the Ghostbusters T-shirt, like the like the jersey three quarter oh, nice. length sleeve. <laughs> I wear that to school like every day I could. I bought this cassette tape just for this song, Ghostbusters. And it was all you heard on the radio. Yeah. That was back in the 80s, man. And that was a great movie, too. Yeah. So. It's still... It's still yes. Boring. There's so many lines from that movie. Yes. You got me some Ghostbusters? Man? Yeah. You right? Give me up some. Jr. from Detroit, man. He actually was the front man of a band called Radio, spelled R-A-Y-D-I-O, Radio. Uh, I I see what you did there, Ray Parker Jr. (laughs) You're a little tricky. I think I played this at your wedding. I think so. Because it was a Halloween-themed wedding. Yeah. That lasted all of three years. (laughs) The wedding year? 
<laughs> the, we- the wedding may have lasted longer than the marriage. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Who else you got for me, man? Give me somebody else from Michigan. I had this one really weird one that I stumbled across, and I knew the song, and it was this totally like jives with our one hit wonders too. Um, and for some reason, I I know the name of the band and I know the song, but it's like really obscure. But have you ever heard of Question Mark and the Mysterians? Never. It's actually spelled like like a question mark. Man, you must have dug deep for this one. <laughs> well, again, they total one hit wonder as far as I know. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably recognize the song though. It's called Ninety Six Tears. Do you know it? Not by the title, man. Maybe when I hear it, I'll. I'll... Well, We'll go through the whole thing, but we'll play snippet. I bet I'm betting you're going to recognize it. Oh yeah, I yeah. know this song. Yeah. Too many teardrops for one heart to be crying. Too many teardrops for one heart to carry on. weird funky song oh yeah dude i know that song i would i would have never known it by the artist and i would have never known it by the title but as soon as that opening keyboard organ type lick came on yeah i knew exactly what it was i guess they had a couple i don't i guess they don't truly fall into one hit wonder but again it kind of fits our rule right like when you hear that band like what's the you know what's i can think one of one song? song from them right right exactly from the bay city and saginaw area nice now there's other guys we or groups that we could talk about too, like um, Anthony Kiedis, right? But I don't put him together with Mich. He was born in Michigan, but his whole career has been out on the West Coast. Right, I agree with that because someone actually had mentioned to me, Jen Haddad, little shout out to you, mm-hmm. that hi Jen, Anthony Kiedis was from Michigan, but I don't associate the Chili Peppers with Michigan at all because all of their success came from the West Coast out in L.A. Right. So. And I think the reverse works, too, because if you talk about someone like Aretha Franklin, she wasn't born in Michigan, but her whole career has been around the Motown sound. Right. She lived Detroit. in Detroit until she died. Right. I think she she made Michigan her home, and that was her career. Right. So I got another good one for you. And um, this was actually on our One Hit Wonder show. And Doug Figer. Yeah. Of The Knack. Brother to Jeffrey Figer, the attorney that you see on TV all the time. Um, he was born in Oak Park, which is near Detroit, born in 1952. He actually died in 2010. But I said they were on our One Hit Wonder show for uh, My Sharona. To uh, to appease my brother, he... Mm-hmm. Because after he listened to that episode, he's like, the Knack are not a one-hit wonder band. Oh, so man. I have Good Girls Don't queued up, which was one of their other hits. Oh, okay. We can play that unless you want to hear No, man. My Go Sharona. Ahead. Kick it. Because that would be the thing, too. My Sharona would be our first like repeat right. offender right. on this show. This one goes out to your brother. Yep. This goes out to Joe. Just to appease him and get him to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, Joe. Adolescent brain, schoolboy stuff, a sticky sweet romance. And she makes you wanna scream, wishing you could get inside her pants. So you fantasize away while you're squeezing her. You thought you heard her saying, Good girls don't. Call her on the phone To talk about the teachers that she hates And she says she's all alone And her parents won't be coming home till late Actually, a catchier song than My Sharona. I'm a big fan of My Sharona, dude. I love that song. I think it, it just rambles on for a long time. I think this is a little more concise. This is more. It's more of a pop. Did you listen to the lyrics of this song? No. I was. I, li- I was listening to him. He was like talking about getting the girl's pants and stuff. <laughs> if you look at the title, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like Billy Joel's. Um, what's the one he always got in trouble for? Um, Only the good die young. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I believe he was banned from playing or playing that song from a couple of places. Like, I think he tried to play it at I think it's all, like, about Catholic schoolgirls. Right. He's trying to talk someone into... Right. Um, Not Jeffrey Figer. Doug Figer actually did some stuff with Don Was, too. Who is also from Michigan. Yeah. Of uh, Was Not Was. Right. And he's actually made a, a huge career for himself outside of was not was yeah was not was is the smallest thing he did mm-hmm. yeah he shows up in all kinds of uh, a few years ago there was a, a Beatles tribute like the 50th anniversary of the Ed Sullivan show and uh, the band that was on there he was playing bass it was the house band it was uh, Peter Frampton Steve Lukather Don was uh, I think Kenny Arnoff on drums just all these phenomenal musicians but Don was another Michigan musician. I think you've managed to work in uh, Steve Lukather. In every I, I know, is it? But he's he's like everywhere, though, man. He shows up everywhere. Like all the music I listen to, and and all of the stuff that we end up playing on here. Yeah, he's either played on or been a part of, or something. Yeah, it's, I mean, it shows how prolific his career has right, been. Right. But speaking about like someone like Don was, who we said that's like. The band was one real small part of his career. Mm-hmm. Danny Elfman is like that too. 
you remember his big band in the 80s? Uh, I know the name, but I don't know his, his what was his band. Boingo Boingo. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's gone, like, now his thing is movie soundtracks. Really? Yeah. You can, like, you can kind of tell they all, a lot of them have the same feel. Like, if you listen to the soundtrack to Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. you know, they have this campy, almost circus-like like feeling to their music. You know, somebody else who does a lot of uh, uh, movie soundtracks now, who is a big guitarist from the 80s, Trevor Rabin. He was the guitar player for Yes, for the 9125, owner of Lonely Hearts. He was a guitar player, and now he does movie soundtracks. He did the one for um, Con Air. Um, God, what else? There's like a whole list of big-time movie soundtracks that he's done. Yeah, even Trent Reznor's gone that way a little bit. He's done some movie soundtracks. Really? Um, he did The Social Network. I can't remember if he did Gone Girl or not, but... Hmm. So kind of weird to see this real industrial heavy guy. Right, go into that. But there's some um, musicians like that that... Um, who am I thinking of? Was it Rob Zombie or, or somebody like that who has actually studied jazz? And they're like these heavy metal guys. Or like Flea from Chili Pepper started out as a trumpet yeah, player. a trumpet player, yeah. And I think he's even broken out trumpet in concert before. I think I, I, I've read before that he used to walk around and just carry his trumpet and like play his trumpet. So <laughs> I think it's really easy to pigeonhole some of these guys. So like, oh, Rob Zombie's just this heavy metal dude with these big long right. dreads and everything. And he's directed movies. You know, he's written his own movies. Right. Right. Some weird oh, stuff, dude. House, House of a Th- Thousand Corpses, man. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. Captain Spaulding. Oh, yeah. He's he's a weird dude. Have you listened to him interviewed? He is super intelligent. Captain Spaulding or No, Rob no. Zombie? Rob Zombie. I'm sorry. He's yeah. really intelligent. Oh, yeah. Really sharp guy. Yep. Yeah, I'm a big Rob Zombie fan. I had a... I have some Was Not Was queued up. Hit I'm going to play a few minutes of it. This yeah. is probably the, the song most people would know from them. The sun was spitting fire, the sky was blue as ice. 
That's a catchy tune, man. I was trying to look up to see who's playing bass on that. It's a funky bass line, and popping yeah. on it. It's probably Don was. I couldn't find the the whole listing of all of all the yeah. artists who played on it. It probably was. It I was, bet it was. was. <laughs> and of course, I wound up in a Flintstones movie. That's that's yeah. a little too on point. Right. Right. I mean, I would have gladly licensed it, but oh, in a second, man. It's um, I was thinking it's funny because we're all. Like when you hear about like, oh, this person's from my state or my hometown, you're like, I know that person. Like, I don't know why it makes a connection, right, for us. Um, I a few years ago, a few summers ago, I was at my sister's up in West Bloomfield, and it was Fourth of July, and they do a whole thing throughout the whole neighborhood. And she's like, do you know who that guy is walking up there? Guy wearing like um, like those old flat hats. What are the? I can't remember what they're called. What they're made out of. Like, almost like a straw hat. I'm like, no, who is that? And she's like, that's Dan John Miller. I'm like, okay, who's that? Yeah. She's like, he's, you know, he lives here. He lives in the neighborhood, but he's the lead singer for Goober and the Peas. Do you know, have you? I don't know who that is. Yeah. They're a, they're a local band. They did like, like cow punk type music. Hmm. Um, but he's gone on to have a pretty big career too. He was in Walk the Line, um, the the Johnny Cash oh. biopic. Uh, does a lot of audiobook work, but then you're just like, oh, I, 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 that guy's from where I live, right? And I've only heard of Goober and the Peas. I couldn't even tell yeah. you one song. I've never heard of Goober and the Peas. So. I went to pull them up on Spotify. I couldn't even find them on Spotify. Hmm. I'm sure we could on YouTube. Oh yeah, everything's on YouTube, man. But it's just funny now. All of a sudden, you feel like you have like a connection. This, yeah, this connection. Right. Just yeah. Oh, we're friends now. We live in adjacent <laughs> cities. Speaking, well, we'll come around back to it. Hey, I got one for you because okay. we were going kind of down the uh, the Rob Zombie kind of weirdness rabbit oh, yeah. hole. So here's one for you, uh, Mr. Vincent Vernier. Oh yeah, I know who the okay. Right, better known as Vern Al, Troyer, Alice oh. Cooper. I thought, Cooper. Gonna, I thought you were going to say Fern <laughs> Troyer. <laughs> like, he's a musician, first of all? No, no. Mr. Alice Cooper, man. Born right here in Detroit. So, he's uh, like a uh, shock rocker from back in the day. So, I think he started in the 60s. Because they moved, I think the band Alice Cooper mo- actually moved out to L.A. in the 70s. So Has one of my favorite scenes in Wayne's World, too. Yeah, he <laughs> just starts. Wasn't he lecturing about like Minnesota and like where right. the names come from? <laughs> right, it actually comes from the uh, Indian tribe. <laughs> That's the whole "we're not worthy" scene, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anything you want to hear from him? Um, you want to hear? Let's see. Play "Schools Out." "Schools Out" or "I'm 18, One of those two. All right, got it all ready for you. Those are the those are the older Alice Cooper hits, man. Because in the '80s, he like came back around with some more hits, like. Um, that Frankenstein song, and we actually—I actually had the pleasure last summer of meeting his current guitar player down at Sweetwater in Indiana, and she's a gorgeous chick named uh, Nita Strauss. They call her Hurricane Nita, and uh, she's phenomenal. I think you might have told me about. Her. I think you told me about her after you met her. Yeah, she was incredible, man. Totally worth seeing. Great clinic. It was awesome. All right, you want a little bit? Give me some.
So this was like the early heavy metal glam rock type stuff. So this is like late 60s, early 70s coming out of Detroit. And then um, he's actually one of one of the Michigan musicians that has been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, has anyone else that we've talked about so far? Uh, nobody we've talked about so far, but there's a there's a little list of people that have uh, been inducted into the Rock and Roll. Uh, Bob Seger, Diana Ross, Aretha Franklin. Oh, actually, Glenn Fry with the oh, Eagles. He, he has been with. inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Iggy Pop, um, Madonna. Stevie Wonder. The, the MC5 were, I think they were on the ballot this year. I don't think they got in again this year. I, I want to say they actually got inducted. Did they finally get yeah, in? Yeah, I think they got inducted at some point. That's kind of a crime, not to have the MC5 in the yeah. hall. I mean, those guys are great, man. And they generated what we, you know, a lot of the, the punk sound. A lot of people yeah. were taking your, their cues and imitating them. Well, um, what was what was Alice Cooper's name, Mister Fournier? Vincent Fournier. 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 F U R N I E R. Fournier. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Well, since we talked about him, do you want to talk about James Newell Osterberg, Jr.? And who who might that be? If you had to guess, who who is that? Do you know? I don't know. No, no clue. A young guy who was born in Muskegon. Raised in Ypsilanti, went by the stage name of Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop, yeah. man. And he's still, I mean. He's still out there. He's 71. Yeah. He's still like all sinewy and just yeah. going out at it, you know, going at it with his shirt off every night. Oh, yeah. He's nuts, man. Still rocking. That's cool. This is, um, this is the, one of the reasons I love this song is because it's in the movie Train Spotting. Um, have you ever seen Trainspotting, Scottish movie? I haven't. I was never a big Iggy Pop fan either. No. But I, I know of them and I know about them and, and him. Yeah, the Stooges, I mean, some of that stuff grew on me the more I listened to it and the more I got into it. Like, I want to be your dog and like, mm-hmm. they've got some. I have a lot more appreciation for different styles of music now than I did when I was younger. Right. Growing up, learning to play guitar it was, in the 80s, it was all hair bands, heavy metal hair bands. That's all you cared about. And then I got into the country and then I've gotten more into the different types of music, like the Iggy pop stuff. I have a lot more appreciation for that kind of stuff now. I think especially if you look at it from a, from a wider context and you see how music builds off each other, right? Like who influenced whom, Mm -hmm. um, this is the song lust for life by Iggy pop.
that's a long building yeah. before the lyrics. I that forgot like that there's that much over a minute. A minute and a half, two minutes on the on the intro to that song. I bet you radio stations love that though. That's the stuff they cut out, man. Like that one Chicago song that kicks in at the end. They always cut the ending of it off. I oh, hate that. I know you got mad because I did it. I know, right? Did. I said, don't you cut that ending off. That's the best part of the song. I I hate when DJs on the radio station would do that though, because they you know they could time it perfectly where they would talk right up right to the lyrics started to the singing started and I hated that because there were so many times I was at home with my tape deck with my cassette deck and my little right. boom box and I right. was trying to record the song and like yeah. stop talking over the song I want to hear the intro you're ruining my mixtape <laughs> the classic eighties mixtape oh I was the king of the mixtapes <laughs> that was my that was your jam. <laughs> It was my specialty. <laughs> I think I said, you know, you drop a Steve Lukather reference every every episode. Right. I think I, I see see you with that one because I probably put in at least one movie reference. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it's, the correlation between music and movies is so great. You know, right. you hear a song and you you think back to a movie that you saw that that song was in, or a TV show that you saw that that song was in. It takes you right back to that. Right. And the same thing with a movie. You know, you see a movie and, or you mention a movie to somebody and, oh, that song, I remember that song was in this movie. So there's a big correlation between the two. Like we talked about, like stuck in the middle with you. I always think of that scene from Reservoir Dogs. Right. The, the cop torture scene. And it's a brutal scene. So it makes you think of that song in a really weird way. Yeah. So and when anybody says The Breakfast Club, what do you think of? Um, don't you forget about me. Right. And there's some more stuff in that too, but I think that's the first one that comes. That's the song. Anytime that song comes out, I think yeah. about the breakfast club. Um, let's see what MC else we, got? we mentioned MC five. Yeah, we did. Um, Stevie wonder Stevie. He's oh yeah. From Michigan. Anything you want? All hear? that, all that Motown stuff. Yeah. We haven't even gotten into the Motown. I mean, that's like its own episode. There's so much good Motown music coming from De- that came out of Detroit. <laughs> Hello, Frank the Cat. Frank the Cat has paid us another visit. I don't know what he's doing, but he's going to knock something off. We're going to have a cat catastrophe. <laughs> <Da-dum>. we... <laughs> I didn't queue up any or put any into the playlist of any Motown stuff. We probably maybe we do just save that for its own episode. Yeah, or, we, could, I mean... we could definitely do a, a Motown episode. There's so much incredible Motown music. I think the more um, the more we talk about these different topics, I feel like every one of them we could do Lead, another episode or yeah, it leads into something else. Or yeah, or have if we're not careful, turn it into a three-hour episode. Right. The guy that actually created all that Motown stuff and all the Motown sound is from Michigan as well, Barry Gordy. Barry Gordy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He is. Uh, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as well. Have you been to the Motown? Uh, museum oddly enough i've never been down there to that i've drove by it hitsville yeah yeah i've drove by it but i've never gone in there we need to make a trip and go down there so do you know is is the hard rock cafe closed now down in detroit it's closing i don't know if they closed. i thought it was supposed to close in january yeah i'm surprised were they Um, just not pulling business or was it from, you've been there? I've never been there. From what I read, it was uh, their lease was up in that building, mm-hmm. but they would like to come back to Detroit. 
So it wasn't a, they weren't making enough money type thing. It was just the lease was up and they didn't have, have another place to go. And I don't know what's going to go in there. Maybe build their own freestanding. Right. But I was going to say, man, we could go down, eat at the Hard Rock, go to Hitsville. I'd love to go down. Yeah. Have you have you been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland? No. Oh, you got to go down there, man. I was supposed That's to go another once. trip. Hey, we won't mention that. Rest in peace, Les Paul. Um, who is not from Michigan, by the way. I was I was going to go really off page and tell people that we're going to go see Mike Massey in oh yeah. in August, but that has nothing to do with Michigan music. No, it doesn't. But that's going to be a great show, man, yeah. at the Ark in Ann Arbor. Mike Massey. If you don't know who he is, check him out. Yeah, you got to start on YouTube. He was a lawyer. Does fantastic covers. He's a great guitar player. Incredible voice. All acoustic. Yeah. All acoustic. He's got it. He's got it. A really high range for a guy. A voice. Yeah, he does. It's a great voice. He's done some great covers, man. Yeah, great cover of Africa by Toto. That was his biggest, yeah, that's what really kind of blew him up. And that was before this whole current resurgence with Africa. Mm-hmm. That's getting a mention almost every podcast. I know, man. The, Toto and Steve Lukather come up all the time. And it's not always me. No, <laughs> it just, true. It just happens to be that way. Everybody makes fun of that band. And jokes about that band, but they're so significant in the music world as the musicians and their songs. When you say Africa, everybody knows Africa. We actually, Jamie and I went to see Toto at the Casino Windsor. And at the border, they stop you and they say, what are you coming over here for? And I said, we're going to see a concert at the, at the casino, the band Toto. And the guy said, you mean Africa Toto? And I said, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> he was like, all right, go ahead. Somebody set up an iPad, an iPod and speakers in the middle of the desert in Africa and has just that song on repeat. And he wants it to play for <laughs> eternity in Africa. <laughs> True story. I read about really? it a few months ago. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to look this up. What a bizarre thing to do. <laughs> one of the... One of the bigger names we haven't talked about yet is Mr. Uh, Robert Clark Seeger. Bob Seeger, right? Who is uh, known for being from Ann Arbor, where we work. Mm-hmm. Um, he is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as well. He is. Okay. Yep. He's still, yep, he I is. think he's on his farewell tour right now. I believe so. Although we know with... You his know, second farewell? Or say, farewell? Which one? With with rock <laughs> artists. There's not really such thing as a farewell right. tour. Is Kiss, there? Kiss is supposed to be doing a farewell tour too, yeah. but I don't see that happening. But I mean, these guys are getting up into their 70s. Right. And not, good for them for still getting out there and doing it. I was saying that that's quote unquote right? old, but they've been, their careers have spanned years. Right. 50 years in some cases. And just think about some of the music, like Bob Seger, for instance, that we're going to give you a little snippet of here um songs that he wrote back in the 60s and 70s people still love those songs today just the longevity of a song like that to write a song that good that kids and their kids and their kids are like man i love that song oh for sure um do you have a favorite of his i think we we've played him we played him on our movie episode Actually, Forrest Gump. Actually, one of my favorite Bob Seger songs mm-hmm. is Main, I, Main Street. Oh, I was wondering if you were going to guess what I had queued up. No, Main Street's one of my favorite because I, I love the guitar intro on it. Well, uh, let's go out 
Let's end the show on that. All right. Cool. This is maybe my favorite Bob Seger song. East of Omaha You can listen to the engine Moaning out as one old song You can think about the woman Or the girl you knew the night before But your thoughts will soon be wandering The way they always do when you're riding 16 hours and there's nothing much to do And you don't feel much like riding You just wish the trip was through mm. See, here I am On the road again There I am Up on the stage here I go Playing star again There I go Turn the page Well, you walk into a restaurant Strung out from the road you feel the eyes upon you as you're shaking off the cold you pretend it doesn't bother you but you just want to explode most times you can't hear them talk other times you can all the same old cliches is that a woman or a man you always seem outnumbered You don't dare make a stand Here I am On the road again There I am Up on the stage Here I go Playing star again there I go, turn the page Out there in the spotlight, you're a million miles away Every ounce of energy you try to give away as the sweat pulls out your body like the music that you play Later in the evening as you lie awake in bed With the echoes from the amplifiers ringing in your head did you like Metallica's cover of that? I was just gonna, I was just gonna bring that up, man. Metallica did a great cover of that song. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed I it. I think he even performed it a few times with them. Really? Which have been pretty cool. You know, Bob Seger and Metallica. Oh yeah. On stage together. Yeah. 
This is a great. This is a great Seeger tune. I think this is one of the most recognizable Bob Seeger songs. I think everybody knows this. As soon as that saxophone kicks in, yes. everybody's like, "Oh yeah, Bob Seeger. Love this song. All about being on the road, being a musician on the road." So great tune, man. Great Uh-oh. tune. Forgot what I was gonna, well, I was looking at his his greatest hits album and some of the songs I forgot. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a, like um, you'll accompany me. Oh yeah, that's a great like, song. God, I forgot all about that. Against song. the wind. Against the wind. Like yeah. a rock. Like a rock is awesome. And actually, um, it made him a rich, rich man too. That one song. Oh yeah, because Chevy bought, Chevy bought that bought song. The rights to it. Yeah. There's a really good version by um, a country girl. I can't remember her name at the moment. But she did a real good version of it a couple years ago, too. Kind of a, a jazzier type. Like a seductive, like a rock version. <laughs> There's the crowd. Great, great live version. That's one thing we haven't talked about either, is how good a, a state Michigan is for going to see a concert. Oh, there's like a, The fans are always yes. incredible. Musicians talk about it all the time. Like They love... Playing in Detroit, love playing in Michigan. And there's great venues. Yeah. So I've not been to LCA yet. Little Caesars Arena. Beautiful, beautiful place. Wonderful place to see a show. I've been there twice for the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. It's a great place. I remember seeing Genesis at the Pontiac Silverdome. Oh, I never mm. saw Genesis, man. Way too big of a place to see a, to see anyone. Because it's, it's cavernous. Right. Especially if you're not right up there. And we were not. We were way far in the back. I got one for I saw Prince with Shaka Khan at Joe Louis Arena. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah. Did you say he played like a really yeah, long set? till like 1 o'clock in the morning. Because the show had actually gotten canceled from months before and rescheduled because he was sick. And he came out and he said, I'm sorry that I'm late. <laughs> but I'm going to make it up to you. And he did. He played till 1 o'clock in the morning, man. It was incredible. It reminds me of when we saw U2 at Spartan Stadium, and it was a year after it was originally supposed to take place because Bono broke his back oh, yeah. in a bicycle I remember accident. that. I remember. But I was going to say, did you see who just played, who I think maybe coming up at the soundboard, at Motor City soundboard? Sheila E. Oh, I did see that. Just the other day, I noticed that. Drew and Mike, um, they just interviewed her. They had spent like 10 minutes talking with her. She's still like, she's great. I didn't realize she was a drummer. Yeah. For Prince, actually. Yeah. She played for Prince. I just... Remember, really remember her from her, her hits. And yeah. I think Prince produced all of that too, didn't he? I did, yep. And she grew up in a very musical family. Yeah, that Latina. Yeah, her dad was a musician. Right. Um, In a band. I should remember more of this, but I just listened to the interview a few days ago. <laughs> he was a musician in yeah. a band and yeah. he played some so, kind of instrument. So helpful. <laughs> I'm the worst, I'll admit it. One guy I was really excited to talk about because I thought he lived in South Lyon, which is where I live. Right. And I th- I think he did, but apparently he lives in Georgia now. But um, Mitch Ryder from Mitch Ryder oh. and the Detroit Wheels. Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels, yeah. man. He was born in Hamtramck, yeah. so he's definitely a Michigan right. guy. Right. But I was all excited. I'm like, yeah, he's my hometown guy because he lives, <laughs> he lives near me. <laughs> I, can, I know that guy. I got that connection. <laughs> I wouldn't recognize him. I couldn't pick him out. pick him out of a lineup. You know, if he's walking around downtown South Lyon for... Pumpkin Fest or whatever, I would never know. Right. Not at all. Is he a guy you think of one song? There's one song that I always think of when I hear of, when I think of Mitch Ryder. Which one? Devil with a Blue Dress on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great tune. (laughs) 
And Molly now, here she come Wearing a wig hat and shades to match Got a high heel shoes and an alligator hat Wearing a pearl and a diamond ring Got breakfast on a thing of nine everything Devil with a blue dress, blue dress Belting on that? Oh yeah. I'm wondering what take that was. Like his, his voice was like cracking. I know. It's incredible. Did not phone it in. Who do you think's the biggest name to come out of Michigan? Tough question, I know. Yeah, because you have to consider all the like the Motown stuff and rock stuff. There's some country stuff. I think the the most recognizable that like of as of late the last probably 10 20 years are two either Kid Rock or Eminem. Guess who I have queued up. You probably got some M queued up, don't you? Yeah, had to find a clean version though. Try and keep the show clean right, as right. best as we can. Yeah, he's both both of those guys and and again, I think we've talked about this with Kid Rock. Like, I really respect the fact that he tries to put on a show for his fans. Right. That's affordable. Right. Even though the tickets are going to get scalped and, yep. you know, cheap, you know, cheap swag, cheap like, food. He really gives back to the yeah. communities. I th- Wasn't there some controversy about him doing the first show? Oh, yeah, there was. The first show at Little Caesars Arena. Right. Because he used to have Confederate flags on stage, but he hadn't. Right. He hadn't had those up in like seven or eight years. Like he stopped doing that a long time ago. Right. And I, it, and that really bothered me because you're judging this guy. Who cares anyway? I mean, really. Putting the the flag controversy aside. Right. You know, if you look at everything the guy's done. Right. For the image of the city, you know, just what he's donated to the city. Well, even this year down in Nashville, did you hear about that whole thing? He was supposed to be the the uh, grandmaster of the Christmas parade, mm-hmm. but because he called, uh, what's her name? Bear from the view. Oh, joy bear. Yeah. Or whatever her name is. Yeah. He called her a not so nice name. They stopped him from being the grandmaster of the parade. So he went to the local Walmart in Nashville and paid off all of the Christmas layaways. I heard that part. I didn't hear the, yeah. the first part of the story. Yep. And how incredible is that? 
He's just a he's a good dude, man, and he gives back to the community, gives back to his fans. It's awesome. While completely embracing the whole right. rock star. Right. Right. I guess I used to I, I was I was a big kid rock for a while, man. Like before um Devil Without a Cause came out. Like grit like grit sandwiches, grit sandwiches kid rock. and the polyfuse method, stuff like that. And that stuff, some that's some good like underground kid rock stuff, man. He was an East Side guy, right? Yeah, they used to call him Black Bob because he always dated black girls. <laughs> Bob, uh, is it Bob Ritchie? Right? Bob Ritchie, yeah, yeah, Bob Ritchie Jr. Actually, we're talking about him, but I don't have any kid rock queued up. Just I know we're gonna play some Eminem, but <laughs> we kind of went off in a rabbit hole. It's a bait Again. and switch. <laughs> oh, what about it? I think you can say a lot of the same things about M though too. I mean, he's done a lot for the city. Right. You know, he's got a lot of pride in where he's from. Yeah, he gives back. You hear a lot of, you do hear a lot of bad stuff about him, yeah. too. Because, like, all that controversy a few years ago with his ex wife and all of that right. stuff. But him pistol whipping a guy. Right. Um, wasn't the saving grace that it was unloaded? Right. That went? Holding true to his rap persona. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't really hear much. No, not anymore. Yeah. He just kind of puts out music. He's got, uh, that song on his last album, man, where he, where just, he just disses everyone. Well, or... no, no, that's not even what I was thinking of. Like, um, the rap God song where oh, he just two albums ago now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Where he just in the middle of that song, I'm going supersonic and then just destroys this at a hundred miles an hour. It's incredible. So I have a lot of respect for the guy. I'm not a super huge rap fan. I do like rap more so now than I used to. But man, the guy's incredible. He's a, he's very talented. Yeah, that was that was a playoff of the JJ Fad song Supersonic. Right. But I think he kind of kicked it up a notch. Yeah. With how definitely. fast I, I think the whole point of that song is like that was his first album in a few years and I th- I'm sure he was getting a lot of a lot of people saying, you know, he can't keep up with these younger rappers and he really just wanted to just show the whole world that hey, I'm still the best in the biz. Right. Like, it'll be really, really hard to top this. Look, I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. But I'm only going to get this one chance. Something's wrong, I can feel it. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen. But I don't know what. If that means what I think it means, we're in trouble. Big trouble. And if he is bananas, as you say, I'm not taking any chances. You are just one of I'm beginning to feel like a rap god, rap god. All my people from the front to the back, nod, back, nod. Now who thinks that arms are long enough to slap box, slap box? They said I rap like a robot, so call me rap But for me to rap like a computer must be in my jeans. I got a laptop in my back pocket. My pinnacle walk when I hat cock it. Got a fat nap from that rap profit. Made a living and a killing off it. Ever since Bill Clinton was still in office. With Monica Lewinsky filling on his sack. I'm an MC, still as honest. But as rude and as indecent as all hell. Syllables, kill a hallic, kill them all. This libity, gibbity, hibbity, hip hop. You don't really want to get into a piece of match with this rapity rap pack and the Mac and the back of the yak, back, pack, rap, rap, yap, 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 yak, nap. The exact same time I attempt these lyrical acrobat stunts while I'm practicing that. I'll still be able to break a nickel them table over the back of a couple of things I have to crack it in half. Only realized it was ironic. I was under aftermath after the fact. How could I not blow? All I do is drop F bombs. Do my wrath of attack rappers are having a rough time period. Here's a maxi pad. It's actually disastrously bad. For the whack, while the masterfully constructing this masterpiece. I'm beginning to feel like a rap god, rap god. All my people from the front to the back, nah, back, nah. Now who thinks that arms are long enough to slap? Box, 
slap Let me show you maintaining this shit ain't that hard, that hard Everybody want the key and the secret to rap immortality like I have got Will there be true for the blueprints? Simply rage and youthful exuberance Everybody loves to root for a nuisance Hit the earth like an asteroid, need nothing but shoot for the moon since MCs get taken to school with this music Cause I use it as a vehicle to bust the rhyme Yeah, I lead a new school full of students Me, I'm a product of Rakim Lakim, Sebastian, Pakin W-A-Q, hey, Doc, Ring, Yellow, Easy, thank you They got slim, inspired enough to one day grow up, blow up And be in a position to meet Run DMC And induct them into the motherfucking Rakim Roll Hall of Fame, even though I walk in the church And burst in a ball of flames Only Hall of Fame I'll be inducted in Is the Alcohol of Fame on the wall of shame You can't think it's all a game Till I walk a flock of flames it's not the best job of censoring, isn't it? No, not at all. <laughs> I was noticing that. I want to hear that uh, 5,000 mile an hour rap that he does you in the middle. You want to get to the JJ Fed part. Yeah, I love that part. That's my favorite part of the song. The song's six minutes long. Have you, how often do you hear yeah. a six minute long right. rap song? Um... Well, we'll talk over it till we get there. <laughs> An eight mile. I mean, I don't think anyone expected like a decent like a Eminem's a or uh, Eight Mile's a great movie. Yeah, I was just gonna say that's a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it did really well. Right. Of course, I mean, it's not much of a stretch for him. He's playing Eminem. Right. I don't care if you yeah. want to call him Rabbit or you know play yourself. I could do a movie about myself. <laughs> But who would play you? I would play me. <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> who would play you in a movie who would besides play you in a movie? yourself? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, you know who could play me? What's his name from... Uh, played Dr. Green. Played Goose. Oh, Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, yeah. I was, when I was thinner, I always got accused of looking like him. He could play me in a... He could play me in the movie. When we started working at the hospital, I always got a, someone. People always said I looked like one of the guys from Grey's Anatomy. I got it all I've the time. I've never watched Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, so. I'm not really sure either, but I would get it all the time. Patients would say it. Like they'd be like, "Do you know who you look like?" All right, here we go. Oh, are we almost to that part? I think yeah, we're almost we're to that up. part. Let's bring back the Eminem. Like normal, being normal. And I just bought a new ray gun from the future just to come and shoot you. Like when Zabbit has made Ray J mad. This fat said he looked like a gag and they were this patsy into a man while he played piano. Man, oh man, that was a 24 7 special on the cable channel. So Ray J went straight to the radio station the very next day. Hey, Fab, I'ma kill you. Lyrics coming at you with supersonic speed. JJ Fab. Uh, summer, I'm a doom, I'm a you assume I'm a human. What I gotta do to get it through to you? I'm superhuman, innovative, and I made a rubber so that anything you say is because shaking off of me and it'll glue to you and devastating more than ever. Demonstrating how to give a mic off with an audience. I feel like it's levitating, never fading. And I know the haters are forever waiting for the day that they can say I fell off to be celebrating Cause I know the way to get them motivated I make elevating music You make elevator music Oh, he's too mainstream Well, that's what they do when they get jealous, they confuse it It's not hip-hop, it's pop Cause I found a hell of a way to Dude, I don't care if you're a rap fan or not That's talent right there <laughs> Anybody that can rap that fast Apparently that song set a world record Really? For the fastest song and right. averaged over six minutes It's like four, four words a second I think something like that Wow, J just that part? No, oh, the for whole, the whole six-minute song. song, yeah. Wow. I think that part's something crazy, like 17 words per second or something goofy. Holy cow, man. Yeah, like I said, I don't care if you like rap or not, man. That, that guy's talented, and that's talent right there. So, right. so I'm going to bring up some uh, 
a Michigan musician that people may not know of. I know locally here in Monroe they know of him. Uh-oh. We're having a little bit of technical difficulty, some buzz here for a second. Right. We'll get this taken care of. I think we're good. So I play for a guy, play guitar for a guy named Tom Treese, and Tom Treese in Cross Point. And um, back in the 70s, he had a band called Brussels Sprout, a Michigan band. Uh, actually signed to MCA Records, toured the country, um, all over the United States, up into Canada. You ever check him out online, there's pictures of him playing in front of 20,000 people. And just amazing. But uh, they had a, a huge hit on the radio, went to number one, called High in the Rockies. That was wrote by him. And I think we have that queued up right now, don't we? Yeah, we'll see if this works. We switch to a different, All right, different yeah. audio source. You said it was a number one hit. I've, am I going to recognize this? Um, I don't know if you'll recognize guess, it or not. Yeah, I guess I'll tell you afterward. That's uh, not coming over. Yeah, let me it? see that for a second. We're gonna keep talking. We're gonna keep talking here for a second, and uh, then we'll we'll get some sorry, uh, <laughs> we'll get some Brussels sprout queued up for you guys. I know, now I'm excited to hear it too. <laughs> have to do a little audio surgery before we get this going. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're dissecting the studio <laughs> dissecting the studio here we go i hear it fine all right let's see if we can get that plugged in now we are trained professionals <laughs> we get you some high in the rockies by brussels sprout there we go
Tom Treese, man. That's rocking, man. That's great. Yeah, I yeah. love the harmonica in it. Yeah, that that album came out, oh, man, I want to say early 70s. And like I said, they were signed to MCA Records. There's a, actually another guy that lives here that I've played some music with, too, that was in that band. His name was John Vass. So both of those guys were in that band. Everybody in that band was from around this area. The uh, keyboard player, uh, Kenny Lush, he went on to play uh, piano and keyboard for Brad Paisley. Um, Tom Treese has had a, a huge musical career, was a manager of the radio station here in town. He's a Vietnam veteran. Him and his wife have actually gone back to Vietnam and built several schools over there and stuff. Holy cow. Yeah, just a really great dude. And that's the band I play for now, man. But I wanted to give him some props because there are some good Michigan musicians. That's a killer album, killer it's a, song. It's like a John Denver song on steroids. Right. It's just cranked up. Yeah, they, they jammed, man. They were a great band. Uh, Joe, my brother, plays harmonica, so I'm always kind of a little like attuned. Right. It's like when you hear harps in a song. Yeah, I love a good harmonica player, man. It's good stuff. I think in excess, remember uh, Suicide Blonde mm-hmm. has that harmonica solo. Yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, that's Charlie Muscle White. Oh, really? And this is only stuff I would know because right. of my brother. Right. So it's almost that time, isn't it? I think it is, man. I think we're yeah we're over an hour into this now. This could just like the last three episodes, man. We could uh, we could do a. Uh, second episode on the Michigan musicians. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely one on the Motown stuff. Man. I'm glad we didn't for get sure. into that just right. because we, that's, that's an entire episode. Yeah, definitely. You know, we talked about the big chill on our, our movie episode. Right. And so that was my mom's music. So I love right. that music. I could, you know, we could really do a deep dive yeah. into the Motown sound. Maybe we can do like a uh, extended episode, maybe a two hour one on the, on the Motown stuff. Oh Yeah. Or maybe we should start looking into that for like episodes like this because there's still so many Michigan musicians we haven't mentioned or brought up. Oh yeah, and there, I mean there's just a ton of them, man. Yeah, there's. I, once again, I have this whole list, and we don't even. And you had a list too. We don't even get to everyone. Right, right. So. We're either gonna have to extend the episodes or put volume twos and threes out there now. Yeah, I know we're gonna have to start labeling everything <laughs> volume one, right, right, like we did last week. <laughs> Okay. It's good stuff to come back and visit, though, man. Yeah. There's, like I said, there's so many. The movie soundtracks, the Michigan musicians and stuff like that. There's just so many. Well, I love the feedback we get, too, when people yeah. are like, why did you play this? Or, right, right. Okay, we'll come back around to it. Exactly, then. exactly. And we do appreciate all you guys, man, taking the time to listen to the podcast and stuff. Todd and Jay live from the basement. Yep, I love it when someone grabs me in the halls and said, hey, yeah. I just listened to this. I had some... Uh, good positive response off the shredding episode yeah i did too i had a couple of people text me and then uh I, i'm the same way at work i walk down the hall and i'll hear somebody hey i listened to your podcast this week yeah. I'm like hey thanks man I, I just love it so we appreciate you guys man a lot jen who you mentioned a little while ago yeah she she did the same thing to me last week nice so. yeah we love the support man we love you guys yes thank you thank you very much all right i promised you we're gonna get out of here all right with some bob seeger right my my favorite Seeger to him, man. Main Street. Let's make sure we're plugged back in. <laughs> we didn't expect the Brussels sprout one. That one came out of... I wanted to give my man Tom some props. and yeah, That's, that's okay. a ripping tune, man. It is. It's a ripping tune. We made it so, happen. Nice. Okay. All right, let's hit it, man. See you guys next time. Peace. Oh, Whoa, that's, Does it start right in the middle of That's it? not Main Street. <laughs> it is. I am queued up on Main Street. That's, a, that's right in the middle of the song. How... Oh. 
that's that's at the beginning of the song. Okay, we're gonna fade into it. It usually has that guitar intro in the beginning. That's how Spotify's got it cute. That's weird. Yeah, this is like the middle of the song. That was weird. <laughs> Alright guys. Alright, peace out. To that smoky beat. Trying to get my courage up. Thanks for nothing, Spotify. There was this long, lovely dancer in a little club downtown. Love to watch her do her stuff. Through the long, lonely nights, she filled my sleep. Body softly swaying to that smoky beat down on Main Street. Down on Main Street. In the pool halls, the hustlers and the losers used to watch them through the glass. Just to watch her walk on past Unlike all the other ladies She looked so young and sweet She made her way along Down that empty street Down on Main Street